glory to God forever and ever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. He's the Savior, the Son of God, and He's the Lord God Almighty. The Lord is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. His presence and glory is so wonderful, it's beyond human words. Humans were born to fellowship with Him. Amen. I want to read something. This is Isaiah 32:17. The work of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. Lord, we give You this time. We welcome You to this time. I believe with those listening, You'll reveal Your glory to them in Jesus' name. Send out laborers, Lord, to Europe, to Germany, and um, the countries of Europe, more than three or 300, 350 million people. Send out laborers to the UK, to all the countries of Europe. In Jesus' name, Amen. This is Wonder and Reality. My name is Jim. Um, the previous message was the, the parable of the wheat and tares, which I believe is one of the most important parables because it, and it could be a foundational parable. This message, I want to focus, I want to encourage anyone who will listen. I, I, want to, I, I want to continue about heaven, hell, and angels this coming week. This is going to air on Monday, September 19th. But specifically in this message, um, I want it to be mostly about the how wonderful it is to belong to Jesus Christ. And, and what He offers, what the Almighty God offers to someone. And something new I've never shared in this podcast. I actually just heard this. A great man of God said this in one of his teachings. That, and this is a very wonderful thing. It's a mystery of the kingdom of heaven that God chose um, the saved, those who belong to Jesus Christ, before the foundation of the world. And He's given them to Jesus Christ as a gift. And Jesus spoke about this in the Gospel of John. That's, all, that's just something that's so wonderful it's beyond words. When and Jesus, as, as He said, He's one with the Father. So when we belong to Jesus Christ, we belong to the, to the Almighty God, to His Father as well. And remember Jesus said, all whom you have given Me... Um, it's, it's truly wonderful and... and, and and again, these are sacred things. They're holy things. They're mysteries of the kingdom. But we can speak about them. We should. We should proclaim them. Jesus spoke about them specifically 2,000 years ago 
and that's recorded in the Gospels. I want to read just a few of them, just uh, from John chapter 6 and John chapter 17. But I just want to emphasize how wonderful it is to belong to Jesus Christ and to be a child of God and that there is unlimited potential for someone who is saved and think of of what we have to look forward to every day but also for eternity as i've been emphasizing it's likely that jesus main subject that he spoke about was heaven and aspects of heaven and what's going on there and primarily about his father okay I'll, if i have time i want to get to that but let me read this is john 6:37 all those the father gives me will come to me and whoever comes to me i will never i will n- never cast out for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will but the will of him who sent me that sent me Um, in John 17 Jesus said father I desire that they also whom you have whom you gave me may be with me where I am that they may behold my glory which you have given me for you love me before the foundation of the world. Even in these verses, in these these words of Jesus, he spoke about heaven. He spoke about his Father so often. Um, I believe. Okay, just an overview. Jesus said the word heaven more than 100 times. He, he said He spoke about His Father using the word Father more than 150 times. It might be more than 175. But He also spoke about Him at times when He said things like the One who sent me or He who sent me or, you know, So there's no telling how many times He spoke about His Father. In fact, that might be His main subject. Someone may say, well wait, you keep changing and correcting yourself. I don't know if anyone has actually um, done an official count of this. Now we can go to a concordance. And that's easy to do, is get the strongest concordance. It's not easy, but it, it would take time, but someone could count how many times did Jesus use the word Father and, and other times that He spoke about His Father using pronouns such as He and the One who sent me. And, and uh, I mean, it's just incredible. This, this, this is something I've, I've never shared in this podcast until the last few po- messages I should have shared it back in the day, but uh, 
if Jesus spoke about heaven and aspects of heaven and about his father then we should focus on those subjects you know and we we should speak about them and preach about them amen um in the spirit of full disclosure let me just briefly say if if you've listened to this podcast in the past i've said that jesus and i i actually need to correct this now that but I did my best effort to figure out, you know, what were his main subjects uh, as recorded in the Gospels. And I've, I've said um, before that, that his main subject was the kingdom of heaven, the kingdom of God, and then the second most frequent topic that he spoke about, faith. But really, now I need to correct that and because it looks like his main topic and subject was his father god and 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 the various many ways that he spoke about him in in all four gospels from the lord's prayer which is a revelation of prayer to the gospel of john to i mean just it it, it might even be that no subject is even close to that. Now, it could be that his second would be heaven, because that would include the kingdom of heaven. When he, you know, that that list of of when I say Jesus said use the word heaven more than one hundred times, many of those are when he said kingdom of heaven. But now the main thing, I know I'm giving quite a bit of information here and, and I do want to at least say something about how he spoke about hell in, in this message. But the greatest thing for a human being is first to get saved and then, and then next going into the four phases of knowing God. And, and the greatest thing is His presence and glory which every believer who makes it to heaven will be in His presence and glory for eternity. They will fellowship with God, with Jesus Christ, with the Holy Spirit for eternity. That's what humans were born to do. That's the secret and the treasure. And, and notice that, that it's just fascinating that yes, Jesus gave the parable about treasure hidden in a field. I mean, very clearly, the kingdom of heaven is like treasure hidden in a field, which a man found and hid and for joy went and sold everything he had and bought that field. He's ba- and the, pr- the treasure is the presence of Jesus, His glory, which is available to every person. Every person can find... First, every person can be saved. They, they, if, it's great if they hear a message and hear the Gospel and they get saved. Amen. But they don't even have to hear that. They can just go directly to God and be instantly saved. Just go directly to Him. They actually don't even have to... This is how simple it is. They don't even have to know that His name is Jesus Christ. If anyone 
anywhere in the world just goes directly to God and says, I want to know you. Come into my life. Um, a, a woman of God, I heard her one time say, truth will come into their spirit being. And, and they... And, and every phase along the way, there's four phases. It's all simple. It's simple. Amen. It's not. It's wonderful. It's. We have the privilege. The greatest privilege for a human is to have a relationship with the Almighty God. And I know I've said some of these things before, but it, it bears repeating. When we are saved and we have a relationship with Him, we have the Holy Spirit who is the Spirit of Jesus Christ, the Spirit of the Father living within us. In us. I like saying within us because He's given our, our spirit being is what is alive. That um, Jesus called that someone's innermost being. Sometimes the translation in the Bible will say heart. But what that is, that's someone's spirit being. Our body is shaped like our spirit being. <clears throat> Their entire spirit being is alive. And, and they have um, the Holy Spirit is everywhere on the earth. So we're surrounded by Him as well. And it's very simple. We just need to lose our old nature and go, go into the three realms of prayer. And if someone persists, and, and uh, they can experience His presence and glory. And that's what humans were born to do. It's still a secret. It's still a... I mean, even though... I mean, I say secret because this is pretty much hidden from most people in the world. I mean, to think of it, that that's what we were born to do, and yet most people in the world don't even know that. Because they're not saved. They can't even understand it. But even most believers don't know and don't realize and, and, uh, that that's what we were born to do. Someone may say, how do you know that, that most believers? Well, I just want to give an example. All, everyone who's saved, who knows Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior, is God's child. And, and if they stay with Jesus, they'll make it to heaven gloriously and then they will fellowship with Jesus Christ. But on the, many people think that, that it's about studying, you know, and studying and going to uh, you know, that, that it's an intellectual pursuit. And, and that's more on the evangelical side. But really, God is spirit. And, and Jesus explained that. And 
Reinhard Bonnke spoke about how it's a quality decision in some, for someone. If, if, um, and following through with, with it, that's a big thing, you know. But I just think it's such, it's so, such an irony and, and very, very sad that we as humans miss it so much. But really, let me finish this portion with just by saying it's simple. It's wonderful. It's His presence and glory. When someone goes into the second phase, which is born of water and the Spirit, they begin to understand His glory, His majesty, and that He's the one who does these things in us. He empowers us. He causes us to walk with Him. Amen. I will put My Spirit within you and cause you to walk in My statutes and you will keep and do them. Amen. We, um, and, it, and we go from glory to glory. From one glorious revelation to another. Now, I do want to, and, and I gave that verse from Isaiah, that's an example. Quietness, uh, peace, quietness, assurance. Jesus offers everything that someone dreams of. He is everything someone dreams of. He, he offers um, exceedingly abundantly above all we can ask or even imagine. He offers happiness, favor, to be fortunate, um, the unsearchable riches of Jesus Christ, fullness of joy, perfect peace, assurance, quietness, um, complete satisfaction. Jesus said, He who comes to Me shall never hunger. He who believes in Me shall never thirst. <laughs> he who drinks of the water that I shall give him will never thirst. Amen. There's the other side. And I know it's, been, it's difficult to present, to speak about hell. I, I, this series is, as I said, it's an emphasis on heaven, hell, angel, and angels. And, and, um, but and again, I want to give a, a, some some general figures. But again, I could be wrong, and and these numbers are actually increasing. That Jesus, it looks like Jesus spoke about what will happen to unbelievers in eternity. It it could be well. It's it's more than forty times, uh, but. It could be more than 50 or even 55 or even 60 or more than that because, and if you've listened to the last three or four messages, you know, I started by saying, you know, our ministry has cited 21 specific times that Jesus spoke about hell. And at the time, I, I, I hope that I said, you know, we're just citing those. There's more. Okay, it's... the, the, the um, But it, the number is increasing because 
And here's an example of that. This is something I've, I don't think of. Another thing that I've never said in this podcast, but numerous times Jesus spoke, when he spoke about what would happen to unbelievers, he said um, they will be cast into... Um, you know, cast out as a branch and are withered or cast... He used that word, which is like being thrown. I mean, I say this with reverence. I say, I mean, but I just at least want to say it. Um, That's another time that He's speaking about what will happen to unbelievers. Every word, Jesus Christ is God. Every word that He said is perfect and is and is eternal, and is so important it's beyond our comprehension how important it is. Um, he said, "Cast into outer darkness." So outer darkness is another place in hell. That's in Mary Baxter's book, A Divine Revelation of Hell. Jesus showed her outer darkness. It's a place in hell. Well, Jesus spoke about that. It's in the Gospels, right there. Um, And we know in the book of Revelation, it says, anyone not found written in the book of life was cast into the lake of fire. That means just what it says. They, I mean, and I, again, this is a scary thing. It's, it's sobering. It's scary. It's, I, don't, I, I don't think, I, I, I honestly have not heard, ever heard anyone speak about it. But I'm willing to speak about it. Cast into the lake of fire, which means they will, the way I understand that is, and I could be wrong, but they will be thrown into the lake of fire. Jesus used that word often. Our ministry, it's on our list of things to do, to study, to, to, to chart those and, and chart how many times. So it looks like in the, in the Gospel of Matthew, Jesus spoke about unbelievers or you know those that are not God's children being cast um, into certain places such as the furnace of fire outer darkness 14 times okay that's not exact it's around that number plus or minus three or four so the most recent count, I, I, it was about 40 or 42 times that Jesus spoke. Again, it's about, about what will happen to unbelievers in eternity. So add 14 to that because none, that number 40 or 42 does not include the word cast. But Jesus said it and, it, and He means exactly what He says. And... and uh, And, and just a brief overview, again, just a brief review. It looks like it could be that Jesus spoke about hell in every way that He possibly could. Because He spoke about the place, the type of place that it is. Um, let me, let me correct, correct that. That he, he spoke about, it could be, that he spoke about what will happen to unbelievers for eternity 
in every way in every way that he possibly could because he spoke about the place hell or Hades the everlasting fire and the type of place it is a place of torment he spoke about what they will be under the the general um, result of them not being saved and and becoming a child of God through Jesus Christ uh, including condemnation punishment and under the wrath of God and there's actually he used the phrase resurrection of condemnation he and he spoke about the the truth and the that that someone's body and soul is eternal. In fact, he said it so clearly in you know, he's I mean, so clearly you know, he said pluck if your eye causes you to sin, pluck it out. It's better to have one eye than to have two eyes and for your whole body to be cast into hell. I mean, he said it so specifically there. Okay, also, he spoke about what the main torment is, which is fire and being burned. He, he said the word fire 12 times at least in reference to this, speaking directly about it. You know, that that's the main torment, basically. He didn't come out and say that's the main torment, but but because he said that word the most of the descriptive terms, then obviously it's it's the main um, the main uh, thing that's happening to people there, and and that is confirmed. How shall I say that? It could, we could say that, that, that that's the primary torment and suffering that people are enduring. And, and, and in Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter, Jesus told her specifically, there's many t different um, types of torment, but all are burned with fire. And that's a continual theme, uh, one of the main themes of the entire book. Absolutely. And, but then also Jesus said the descriptive, other, many, numerous other descriptive words of what will be happening to them, such as the worm never dies. Hunger, thirst, they will hunger and thirst. And, no, okay, let me start with loud wailing. They will be wailing, gnashing teeth. The worm does not die. The fire is not quenched. They will hunger, thirst. They will mourn and weep. That's covering what the summary I just gave is, is from all four Gospels. And Jesus gave the specific parable, a parable, a story, 
about someone who's actually in hell and what they are enduring and quoted them directly. He quoted the rich man directly. Who said, I am tormented in this flame. Would you dip your, would you let Lazarus dip his finger in water and bring me so I could have a drop of water? He was, there's no water. He's thirsty. Asking for water. He asked to be able to go tell his family about hell. He asked Abraham. It reveals that he has his soul and his memory of the earth. Confirming the things that Jesus said in other places. Because he said, fear him who has the power to cast both body and soul into hell. No, no, destroy. I'm sorry. Fear him who has the power to destroy body and soul in hell. It's confirmed in the parable of the rich man and Lazarus that someone has their memory. He's able to talk. He's able to think clearly. He's in hell, but he's able to talk. Jesus quoted someone who is in hell. I've never heard someone say that. I mean, surely thousands of, of preachers and ministers have. I'm, uh, let me correct that. I mean, surely people, I mean, maybe even tens of thousands. But it's not a, a regular thing that I hear. Um... You see, that I guess this is my thing. I want to say that I have missed it in the past. I have not... I've, I've realized now that, that how Jesus spoke about hell, in, about hell and eternity for unbelievers in almost every way that He possibly could. In every way that He possibly could. There's nothing, and it could be that there's nothing more that Jesus could have done to warn the world about hell and about what will happen to unbelievers. I mean, even down to the descriptive things of the worm never dies. Mary Baxter in hell saw this happening. Jesus told her they feel the worms crawling inside them. That they're, they're not affected by the fire. And then at one point, Jesus revealed to her what, hell, what, what it's like being in hell. And actually, he, you know, this is a, a, a scary thing, but she, she experienced what it's like to be lost in hell. And she said she was being burned and it was just excruciating pain. And that there were, the worms and maggots were teeming inside her body. Not just a few of them. And when she tried to remove them, more came back to fill that place. I mean, okay, so here's the thing. I do want to um, finish with something very positive, but before I do that, I want to say I apologize that I have, have not... Um, done all I can do to to present you know the the full gospel and 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 what Jesus spoke about um, fully 
and praise the Lord for our great God of mercy and grace who, you know, bears with us and and is patient and amen. He's merciful, gracious, giving, long-suffering, patient, slow to anger, abounding in goodness and truth. Amen. And So it's it's basically in this series I've 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 learned a lot and and hopefully I'm I'm hoping trying to convey that to anyone who will listen. But I always want to emphasize the wonderful presence of Jesus Christ. The glorious splendor of His majesty. When someone finds Him and experiences Him, they found the treasure. They found everything that they, that they dream of. And that's absolutely true. We, we don't hear that a lot. You know, we don't... And what I want to emphasize what I said in just a, in previous in a previous message. The the key of, of course is the Holy Spirit, and so number one, it's so glorious to 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 realize every person on the earth can have a full relationship with. Jesus Christ literally now we don't have to wait to get to heaven and even in heaven someone will will have God Almighty Jesus Christ living within them and all around them also and it's and and will have the opportunity to actually see the Lord Jesus Christ who who will forever be robed in glorified flesh to honor mankind even though He's God. Amen. But on the earth, God set up this perfect plan. And, and this great man of God speaks about how when the disciples were with Jesus Christ, He was the external Jesus Christ. They, but they knew Him better after Pentecost when the Holy Spirit came because they had what they, they had. They got what we have now. The Holy Spirit living within us and all around us. Amen. Um, many thanks to our wonderful partners for following this ministry, for praying for this ministry. Great things are happening with primarily with our books, this podcast and our websites. People from around the world are finding this content. And I want to speak more about it this coming week. I want to pray right now, 
Lord, I bless the listeners of this podcast. These are listeners in the last 30 days. Locations of some of them. Bless the listeners, Lord, in Sweden, Vietnam, Guatemala. Let me first say, Lord, if they're not saved, save them. If they need healing, I believe with them for their healing. Also, Lord, if they're not haven't received it, fill them with Your wonderful Holy Spirit and reveal Your glory to them. In Jesus' name, Amen. The listeners in Dominican Republic, Honduras, Libya, Nigeria, Philippines, Romania, Bulgaria, Morocco, South Korea, Poland, Liberia, France, Togo, Hong Kong, India, Mexico, Ivory Coast, Switzerland, Micronesia, Brazil, Bangladesh, Spain, Peru, Colombia, Turkey, Argentina, Egypt, Chile, Oman in the Middle East, Australia, Russia, Denmark, Ghana, Germany, the UK, Singapore, Ireland, Canada, and the USA. Lord, bless them. And thank you, Lord, for for bringing these listeners and we just believe that you'll send the right listeners, the right people to follow, uh, to find this content, the books, this podcast, the websites, the videos, and and our other platforms. Um, Thank you very much for following this podcast. Please do visit wonderreality.org. And our websites are on the homepage if you scroll down. And blessings.